ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. By popular demand, it's Adam Ant Day, Steve. You know this one? I do. It's wonderful. I enjoy this song. Everything's wonderful in Orange Nation. Well, and it's even better now. Because our next guest is on the line. Steve. That is very true. That is very true. We Everything's better. Right back to our guest line to bring on the voice of the Demon Deacons, our good friend uh, Stan Cotton joining us. And uh, Stan, I'm not sure you're aware, but the, the sky is falling in Syracuse. Uh, how, how, are, how are things going down there in Winston-Salem? Well, rain's falling down here. The, the sky is still packed. What's going on up there? What, what are y'all doing? Well, you know, four straight losses, lopsided losses. It's it, it's it's not pretty right now, and the fans are angry. So we we've we've been dealing well, with. But, uh, but yeah. the, the best thing you can do, though, when you're is bringing a team that's never won in the dome. Before. <laughs> that's the recipe. <laughs> yeah. So and and celebrate. Bring Carmelo in, have the place going nuts. I, you know, Wake went to Raleigh the other day and played against NC State, and they brought in the cardiac 83 national title team, and good grief. So here we go again. Yeah, so so te- yeah, go ahead, Paul. I, I was going to ask you, Stan, you know, as you've been at Wake Forest a while, Wake Forest been in the ACC a long time, is it fair for any program in the ACC, you know, like how do you do it? For how do fans do it? Actually, is like how do you compare yourself to other basketball programs when you have to compete against North Carolina and Duke? You know, like you're in the same state, you have to try and recruit in that area. Also, it's like, is it possible to compare yourself to those schools or even set them <laughs> as the bar? You know, uh, it's funny. It, you know, look. You, you know, fans are fans. You know, and that's short for fanatic, right? And I, I get, I get all, all the crazy takes that that fans take, and that's part of it. That's that's part of being a fan. That, that that's part of why it's fun. That's why that's why sports are fun. But uh, you, for instance, uh, my, I've been here twenty, and thank you for not saying how long I've been here <laughs> dating me. But I'll I'll go ahead and date myself. This, this is my twenty seventh year at Wake, and my first year was Tim Duncan's senior year. So, I, you know, that's that's almost 30 years, and that is the last time Wake Forest won a game at Duke. Tim Duncan was wearing a uniform in 1997. Wow. Syracuse has done it and twice so, since they joined the ACC. Yeah. Now, Wake has beaten Duke plenty of times, beaten Carolina plenty of times. But... You know, when you, you know, look at, you know, crazy, crazy things like Duke has won 11, won 16. And then you look at the rest of the league and, you know, Wake's won four, you know, Virginia's won three. Uh, So it's just, it's hard. You know, Coach Prosser used to say it's, you know, it's hardly a rivalry when, when any games um, so when you go back a hundred plus years with all these programs and they've beaten you, you know, two out of three, it's, it's hard, you know, but, uh, you know, you, you gotta, what are you going to do? Right. You keep plugging away and 
you know, you try to win win your games at, at home against them because winning at the Dean Dome or, or, or winning at, at, at Duke sometimes feels like it's impossible. Um, and for most other teams, it, you know, it, it seemingly has been over the last 20, 30 years. But, I, but you know, there's a sense of that that being turned now. I mean, you get, you know, Coach K retires and, uh, of course, you know Dean Smith is gone, and 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 Coach Williams retires, and it's just it's different. Things are changing, and um, but for for those of us outside of Durham and outside Chapel Hill, especially those of us in this state, they they can't turn quickly enough. It's it's been hard. You know, as we look at this season, Stan, you know, Wake started 6-2 and two in conference play and, you know, had wins over Duke and Clemson, and, and then they went through that tough stretch where they played really good teams. I mean, you know, that four-game losing streak, it was to Virginia, Pittsburgh, NC State, and Duke, all upper echelon teams in the ACC. Then they won three in a row, and, and now here they are having lost uh, three of their last four. So it's been an up-and-down season, 10-9 and nine right now in conference play. What what has changed the second half of the year? I know there was the injury to Monsanto, which I'm sure uh, you know hurt them. What what else has changed? How did they go from six and two to now uh, you know hovering right around five hundred? Yeah, the Monsanto injury just you know three games ago. Um, I, I just Wake's always been a team that that could put the ball in the basket. They just they've had some defensive issues. They really have. They just have not. Uh, you know they've scored easily, but they've given up points easily, and that's the problem. Uh, that really has has kind of been the deal. And now, you know, these last this last week and a half without Monsanto, who is just he was really becoming uh, a weapon, a six six guy that was shooting over forty percent at the arc, and you know even after uh, he got hurt, he was still leading the league in made threes with eighty seven, um, and. Early uh, in the season, he didn't play a whole lot, but so he had really caught fire, and you could just see he got hurt on Wake's last possession of the first half at State, uh, and he had the ball went down. Wake was going to go for the last shot there, and State took the loose ball, took it in, scored the basket, and Wake was not the same in the second half, uh, and, and I don't think has been the same since because. He, Part of a big chunk of, the, of of Wake's offensive identity was just gone, and so now you got to kind of regroup and, and and find different ways to score. Nobody stretched in this league this season. I don't think stretched defenses like Demar Monsanto did. I mean, he, not only did he shoot the three, but he shot a lot of NBA threes and beyond NBA. His range was just crazy. Um, so you don't have that anymore, and so. You, know, you got to find different ways to to skin the cat. So I, um, but defense has just been an issue with Wake. Uh, it, it really has, and and uh, they they got to you know find a way to shore that up. Uh, you know if they're going to have any shot of making a run next week and winning the whole dang tournament because that's what Wake's got to do to make the NCAA. So uh, you know can they do it? Nah, you know deck is stacked. They can, but uh, odds are against. But you know we'll we'll have to. See, but they'll you know try to keep the ball rolling a little bit come uh, you know come Saturday at Syracuse again where they haven't won ever zero and five so we'll see. So let me get this straight, Paulie. A, a team that struggles with defense and needs to run the table down in Greensboro. It kind of sounds like what we've yeah. been dealing with. There, there might be two hundred points scored tomorrow night <laughs> inside the dome between, between these two teams. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's strange to to say this that a, a guy leading the ACC in both points and assists might be underrated. But is Tyree Appleby underrated? 
I had a great question. I, I don't think he is down here. I, I think people in, in our area, you know, even the Carolina folks and the Duke, I, you know, I, I think he's a pretty known quantity here. Uh, you know, and also uh, uh, he's at 1.7 steals a game, which I think is still just second to, to Judah Mintz, and that's it. So right. you got a guy that's leading the league in leading the league in assists, which has never been done before. Alondis Williams last year came within a whisker of doing it for Wake. He ended up being the player of the year anyway, but, you know, and, and Buddy Beheim beat him out for the points late with a couple of great games, one against Wake where he scored, I think, 30 the last time. But um, I, I, I think Appleby's got to be player of the year. And one of the – if he doesn't win it, which I, you know, he'll get my vote. I just, and I know we're biased. We see him every day. But again, nobody in the history of this league has ever led it in points and assists. And if he does that, which looks like he's going to do it, I'm not sure how you keep him off your ballot. And, and on top of that being second in, in steals by just a, a fraction. So I, you know, I think, I think most people who cover our league closely certainly know how big has been and how important he has been for Wake to win, you know, 18 games now on the year. Yeah, it's it truly, truly remarkable what he's been able to do. And, I, you know, maybe it is a, a geographical thing because I feel like he doesn't get, I don't want to say respect, but not a lot of people are talking about him up here, but they, they should be because he's uh, he's having a fantastic year. And as you said, he's he's got to be on your first team and, and certainly uh, in the mix for, for player of the year. Uh, when you look at this matchup tomorrow, uh, what stands out to you about this Syracuse team? You know, obviously we're you know we're knee deep in it. We we see it every day, and they're struggling miserably on defense uh, as well. And they've given up ninety points three straight games, which is unheard of. Um, they they've lost four games in a row, all in lopsided fashion. What what are your impressions of this Syracuse team? Well, you know that that's I, I was on with some other folks earlier today, um, and and we were talking about it, you know, and, and the fact that. You know, down here, and you know, we haven't seen Syracuse yet live. So, to to even think that Syracuse is struggling with its own defense is just bizarre to hear, right? It's like, yeah, right. I'll believe it when I see it. But you look at the scores, and I'm just doing some prep prep for the game. And last two home games, they've lost by a combined 42 points. That's impossible. You know, that just that hasn't. You know, been the Syracuse and the Jim Beheim teams that that certainly we've seen uh, over the years, and yet you you look and you know see them giving up you know ninety points here, ninety points there, another. It's just so I I don't hardly know how to answer that. And you know, Wake always goes into games feeling like you know what we got to get ten, twelve threes to have a chance and, and I'm sure that Wake will continue just thinking, look, we we got a you know, we don't have Monsanto, but you know, Wake's got a lot of three point shooters, guys that are uh, very, very capable. Appleby certainly one of those. Uh uh Davian Williamson is a guy that with the Monsanto injury, he's a senior at least and you know, he's he's been around a lot and 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 came over from East Tennessee State with with, with Coach Forbes and uh, was terrific last year for Wake and has been really, really good, although his role has changed a little bit because of Appleby, but but you know, he's he's a guy that, you know, last time out against B C had twenty points and you know, had three three. So he, he certainly uh, capable, uh, a freshman that, that Wake got out of Sweden, Bobby Clintman, a big 6'10 guy, can shoot the three. Andrew Carr will start. He's a 6'10 guy. He can shoot the three. So I, 
I think probably Wake will say, you know what, it's just the same for us. We're, we're going to need, you know, 10, 11, 12 threes to, to have a chance. And, and you know, I, I'm not sure why Syracuse's zone hasn't been a, a, as good as it has been in recent years. But, I, you know, um, Wake, this particular Wake team has not gotten a lot of points out of the post. So, uh, you know, if Wake can – hit the threes, and, and get to the free-throw line. Wake's been a really good free-throw shooting team, although they haven't gotten to the line a ton the last uh, several games. But, you know, it's hard to get to the line against, you know, the, the zone. So, I, you know, I'm not sure how this one's going to uh, shake out. Um, I guess that's why we'll see it up and play it tomorrow at 5, right? Yeah, and you said you're going through some of your, your prep work right now. I'll give you another stat, which I'm sure you'll come across. Uh, the last four games, they've given up 61 made threes in four games. They gave up 13 against Duke, 14 the next game against Clemson, 16 against Pittsburgh, and then 18 against Georgia Tech. It's progressively gotten worse, and uh, and this team's on a, on a four-game losing streak, Paulie. Stan, I can also tell you, you asked, you don't know why, you said you don't know why Syracuse zone is not as good as it's been in the past it's because the game has passed jim behind by that, that's the most frequent thing from our callers so that's 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 the theme we've been getting uh, that's the theme we've been getting from the callers um i, I was going to ask you if you had a, a you know a, a gut feeling about who wins tomorrow and why but it sounds like uh, you think this one's going to be pretty close yeah you know wake's played so many stinking close games you know regardless of I, you know, it, and it's wild. Wake will hit all these threes, and they'll do all these great things. And you look up, it's a one-point game, or you're down by two because the defense has just not been there. You know, Wake's been scoring, but so have the opponents. So, I, yeah, I, I don't have a gut feel about it. Um, but, you know, when you when you have to rely on the three and you go to a place like the Dome, you know, the I'm just telling you, it's it's a different place to try and make the threes, but for whatever reason, teams have been doing it, especially lately. So at least, you know, if I've got my, my black shirt on and I, and I do right now, I getting ready to travel up there late this afternoon. Um, you know, I like Wake's chances tomorrow, I guess. Uh, but I just, you know, Syracuse hasn't been used to losing a bunch of games in a row and especially getting drilled at home. I, that's just not, you're accused, the one I've seen over the years. So, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be a close game. I, I don't know why it wouldn't be. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll go down to the last possession or two. And, and a three from Wake or a three from the Orange might might get it done tomorrow. We'll see. I yeah, don't know. and a lot of pomp and circumstance, too. The 3 team is back, as you mentioned. You know, Jerry McNamara, Hakeem Warwick having their jerseys retired. Senior day. Going to be a lot motion in the building tomorrow night. Uh, Stan, thanks so much. Have a safe trip. Uh, have a great broadcast, and we'll talk to you again soon. Guys, thanks. Always a lot of fun. All right. Stan Cotton, the voice of the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. And with that, we'll hit a timeout. I hope he has a good time in the I do, I do, too. I do, too. 315-437-7644. If you want to check in, now is your time to do so. we got John Ryan coming up at 1.30. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.